um, again, you have to be logical. You know, if, if I know that in this hotel room they have food every day and I'm knocking on the door every day to eat and they tell and they open the door, let me see the, the party, let me see like them throwing salami all over the, I mean just like throwing food around where they're telling me there's no food in here. You know what I'm saying? Every day I'm standing outside trying to sing my way in. You know what I'm saying? We are hungry, please let us in. We are hungry, please let us in. After about a week, that song is going to change the, we hungry, we need some food. After two, three weeks, it's like, you know, give me a little breaking out the door. And after a year, and you just like, you know what I'm saying? I'm picking the lock, coming through the door, blasting. You know what I'm saying? It's like you hungry. You reached your level. You don't want any more. We asked 10 years ago. We was asking with the Panthers. We was asking with them, you know, the civil rights movement. We was asking. You know, now, now those people that were asking, they're all dead and in jail. So now what do you think we're going to do? My name is Walter, and I'm the host of Boss Locks, a show where we are redefining professionalism. And usually I'd be introducing my guests right now, but the clip you just heard is from someone I will never get the chance of meeting. See, that audio clip that perfectly sums up why these protests for George Floyd are happening is from a 1994 MTV interview with Tupac Shakur. And I wanted to share this clip because this proves two things. What's happening today isn't new, and white people, they just don't understand us. I keep hearing, I don't understand why they're rioting, or why are they destroying their own cities, or my personal favorite, less hate, more love. And I'm 100% fed up. I feel like a lot of white people think they care about the memory of George Floyd when they're really just upset that their local target will be closed until further notice. They act like they have no idea where this is all coming from, but if they truly understood us, we'd be having a different conversation today. But they didn't listen, and have conveniently ignored us to keep up the illusion of a perfect society alive. And maybe if more people saw the interview 26 years ago, things would be different, but instead, each time we come up with a peaceful way to start a conversation about racism, it gets hijacked and turned into someone else's agenda. When Kaepernick kneeled to get everyone to pay attention to police brutality, they turned it into an attack on, on Trump and the military. When Patrice Concolis, founder of the Black Lives Matter movement, which, by the way, is the most creative way that I've seen to get people to comprehend the fact that our lives are in danger and we weren't being respected. Anyways, they took Black Lives Matter and they, they turned around and labeled them as a terrorist organization. Now they're saying our cries for justice won't work and they call us thugs that are destroying the country. But I wonder. I wonder if they wish the founding fathers of this oh-so-great America had taken a less-hate, more-love approach. Because there was nothing peaceful about the Revolutionary War and... It's, it's ironic that we're being called thugs for protesting when this country is founded from a very violent rebellion, a rebellion that makes everything right now seem very tame. We're not a disgrace to our people. We're not ruining the legacy of George Floyd or any other people who have been abused by law enforcement. If anything, we're pushing the legacy forward because even though they don't teach it, in school, our people have always fought for our rights. And that's shown right now, today. Uh, I mean, just take a look. Like, Because of the protests, 
the city of LA announced that they're cutting 150 million from the LAPD budget and reinvesting reinvesting it into black and brown communities. The Atlanta police officers who attacked the Morehouse and Spelman college students, who, by the way, were, I don't even know if they were protesting, they were in their car, and they just came up on them. But anyways, the officers who attacked them, they've been fired and charged, and they now have a warrant out for their arrest. The four officers responsible for the death of George Floyd have been arrested and charged. And... This just proves that protesting works, and while this is all great, this is literally the bare minimum for the type of change that's needed. Because when we say things like Black Lives Matter, we're really talking about the oppression that didn't end with slavery. Instead, it grew and evolved into what we see today. We're not disgracing anybody. In fact, I would argue that it is disgraceful if you think this is something we're going to give up. We don't deserve to be shot, beaten, tased, stabbed, or get run, run over by cop cars. These curfews are not a reason or an excuse for officers to attack us. And us speaking out against this abuse should not, does not, and will never make having our president tweet out when the looting starts, the, choosing, the shooting starts acceptable. And by the way, that phrase is the exact same message that was popularized by Miami police chief Headley from the 1960s, who he called for a war on what he called young hoodlums, who were basically just some um, this group of black teens and young men who were fed up about the police brutality that they were experiencing. Imagine that. Over 50 years later, and here we are hearing the same quote encouraging the same type of abuse we're fighting today. So, What do we do now that there's a national curfew and protesters can now be considered a terrorist and serve life sentences? And while we need to be careful, for starters, we're we're not going to give up. Malcolm X once said, Anytime you beg another man to set you free, you will never be free. Freedom is something you do for yourself. So I don't know about you, but I'm not asking anymore. But I am going to get creative. In addition to supporting the protests, let's fight with our dollars, our art, our vote, our voice. And to be blunt, white people, if you're with us right now, fight with your privilege. Protesting works, but it's a marathon, not a sprint. So we still need people on the front lines, but we also need people to show up behind the scenes. And also, when people are asking, what do we want? First off... That's a sign that they haven't fully listened just yet. But you know what? When people ask, what do we want? We're going to start telling them exactly what it is that we need, which so far what we're requesting is the bare minimum. We want white people who've been fighting with us to uh, continue to educate themselves and use their privilege to combat racism everywhere. We want white people who've been silent to understand that Your silence does nothing to prevent the violence and harassment we experience. We also want to start putting respect on people's cultures because the term person of color, while it is nice and we are all in this together, um, when using that, instead of saying black, you're taking energy away from the issue at hand. 
you're basically not addressing the appropriate community. And this goes with every community. You need to start calling things exactly what they are to give it the proper respect. We also need these four officers involved before its death. You know, I am glad that they have been arrested, but we've seen people arrested before and let go. This can't happen this time. Speaking of arrests, we need the protesters to be released and have their arrest wiped from their record because we're not about to let protesting for our rights prevent them from getting a job in the future. We need to see further actions of respect towards our very diverse black community. Because like I said, we're tired of asking. And black people, we need to come together. We need to come together as we have been to continue to discuss how we as a community are going to empower ourselves in everyday life and redefine the standards in which we are treated, both by others and how we treat ourselves. Because we're all we got. But luckily, we're all we need to get started. Also, I'm going to need all of these crossbow and uh, knife-wielding white nationalists to be held accountable for terrorizing the peaceful protesters. I'm talking about arresting evictions at the very least, because... I really shouldn't have to spell it out, but you going out to (laughs) use your things like your Second Amendment to attack people who are out here just asking to be respected, that's beyond unjust, um, and it's time to be held accountable. We're we're not tolerating this anymore. And and that brings me to another point, actually, um, and I won't touch it on this too long because I'm not here to talk about Trump right now, but our president has to be held accountable. Regardless of who we plan to vote for in November, um, Trump is currently our president, and he is not protecting the American people he vowed to protect. Instead, he's using his platform to threaten and silence those who disagree with him. Now, like I said, I could go on and on, but right here, right now, I'm here to talk about us. And as I'm speaking to you, I I'm remembering an illustration I saw of George Floyd and his daughter, Gianna. Above them in quotes it says, my daddy changed the world. And it's true. I mean, it's sad that it took a violent death for us all to come together, but from this point forward, racism isn't being tolerated. Not to say that we ever really just sat down and welcome it, but... We gave the world years to get it together on themselves. We reached out to them. We worked with them. We asked them to kneel with us. We told them Black Lives Matter. But, you know, we we gave them years, centuries. And now it's our turn to step up and make sure the world continues to change. You know, starting today, Boss Locks is donating the proceeds from any sale made on our site to the advancement of that change. We're also going to create a page on our site that Actually, we'll be up by the time this episode is released, and it's going to, we're going to continue to populate it with programs, organizations, funds, and groups who are fighting for our justice and bringing about the change. You can visit www.bosslocks.org slash protest to learn more about these opportunities, opportunities and shop with us. Once again, that's www.bosslocks.org dot org slash protest boss locks by the way is spelled b-o-s-s l-o-c-k-s 
And finally, just know that we're not a disgrace. What we are is fed up. And we're not asking anymore. Sincerely, the Nuck of You Buck generation. Thank you for listening.